Welcome to Base Liberty, your source for politics. The government is way too big, way too intrusive, we are overtaxed. History. The right to self-defense is a natural, God-given right. The founders clearly understood this. Economics. We can't just keep printing off money, we can't just keep borrowing money. If you think this path is sustainable, then I've got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. And more. From a liberty perspective. I've got to disagree with you there. The income tax is clearly immoral because it assumes you don't own the fruit of your labor, the government. With your host, Darren Wisely. Deregulation and decentralization are the answers if we're ever going to get this thing back on track. We need to look to families, churches, and charities, not the state. Welcome to Base Liberty, episode 38. Darren Wisely here, as always. Just a pleasure to be with you. Today is December 18th, 2020. And just a few housekeeping things before we get started. You want to support the show, make sure to share this with your friends, subscribe wherever you're getting this. And that's going to be how we keep getting the word out. Another way you can support the show is by going to my website. We do have a store set up. If you're on my email list, you probably already know about that, or if you've seen some of my posts. But we got all kinds of stuff uh, with our logo on it and a couple other cool things. We've got shirts, sweatshirts, skins for your laptop, stickers, coffee mugs, water bottles. We've even got clocks. So you can get a based Liberty clock if that's uh, something you're into. And right now, our <laughs> our top-selling item is How the Gretsch Stole Christmas. So uh, that's something definitely to check out. You can get a print. You want to put that on your wall. Not sure why you'd want to look at that all the time. But uh, hey, to each their own, right? So there's some cool stuff there. Check it out. Maybe some last-minute gifts. We'll keep adding stuff. If there's anything you're interested in in particular, uh, we can do that. So just shoot me an email, baselibertyhost at gmail.com. And uh, I'm open to requests for that kind of stuff. I know it's been a while, probably about two weeks since I've last recorded, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, I warned you guys I was going to be busy. Last week, beginning of last week, I wanted to do an episode about all this election craziness going on. Uh, some things came up I didn't have the opportunity to. And it's something I can still do. I mean, if that's what you guys want, then let me know. Shoot me an email, and I could do an episode on that. Uh, things are moving so fast that, uh, you know, it's something I'd have to take a little time and get everything squared away. But if there's other topics too, like I said, just bring it to my attention. And, uh, I always love listener generated episodes. So today's episode, I'm going to play my speech from the Liberate Michigan rally. This was on Wednesday. It was cold, about 30 degrees. I think I was the only one not whining about the cold, but, uh, wearing the gloves certainly paid off. Now, this event was a rally in opposition to these draconian lockdown measures we've been put under by uh, Lord Whitmer herself, Her Highness. This was organized by Bob Love. So shout out to Bob. Thanks for putting that together. And, and he shot me a message, invited me to speak. So I was more than happy to be up there. Of course, I fully support what they're doing in fighting this tyranny. And some, some folks from Young Americans for Liberty were there. My buddy John Vocal, cool to see him again. And, you know, I've talked about it on some other episodes. I just love what they're doing at Yale. If you're looking to make a donation this winter, 
I'm sure it's tax exempt. Uh, Young Americans for Liberty is one of the best places, uh, probably top two or three, you could spend your resources because they're doing some really great things. They really understand where the most bang for your buck can get uh, if you're trying to fight for liberty and, and change the political climate we're in. So at this rally, uh, my friend Namu Carolyn, she's the District 5 County Commissioner here in Hillsdale, spoke, and I do open up with some nice words about her because she really is a hero for the cause of liberty. Uh, she's really standing alone on that county board as the only one who wants to fight for our rights. So have a lot of respect for her and what she's doing. Gina Johnson, who is a state representative in the Michigan legislature, and then Steve Cara, who will be a state representative uh, here in 2021. He's a guy to follow for sure because he's very much an outspoken advocate for the cause of liberty. So I'm really excited about what he's going to bring to the table once he gets in office here. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. All right, guys, let's welcome Darren Wisely, our next speaker. We talk about the uh, lockdown and its damages. Everybody welcome Darren. Woo! Thank you, Bob. So first off, I just want to say thanks to Namu. Though I don't know where she went. Um, She's the only one of our county commissioner, commissioners in Hillsdale County that's actually stood up and took a stand for us. Standing alone is always hard to do, so I have a lot of respect uh, for Namu for doing that. So uh, thank you guys for coming out here in the cold. They say never start a speech off with a joke. That's why I refrain from mentioning anything about Gretchen Whitmer. But seriously, who does she think she is? She, she campaigned on fixing the damn roads. Well, I guess if we can't drive on them, they can't get much worse. Uh, Memorial Day, she tells us we can't go out and celebrate. Uh, what does she do? She wants to take her boat out on the lake. It's rules for thee, but not for me. And that, that's the whole issue. Thanksgiving, only 10 people at our homes. You know what I said? I said, screw that. Christmas, I'm sure she'll be doing the same thing, right? Uh, trying to limit how we can celebrate the holidays with our family, our friends. I'm not complying with it. I hope none of you guys are. I'm not letting Big Gretch steal my Christmas. Don't let her steal yours either. So really the thing that disgusts me most about all these lockdowns is how people are shamed. They're shamed for doing things that give life meaning or merely just doing things to survive, uh, going to work, running a business. So this spring, uh, I think it was like March, what was it, when we were here for Gridlock? Penny was there, John was there, Lance was there. A lot of us from Hillsdale County came up to Gridlock. We were at the same spot here on the, at the uh, Capitol. And there was a picture of us in the Hillsdale Daily News, our local paper. And what do you think the comments were? They're all gonna die! <laughs> well, we're here, so. None of us are dead, none of us are sick. Yeah, so, but re what really disgusts me is how these people claim to be looking out for our health, but then you go in the comments, and they say, I hope you guys die. Thanks for looking out for us. <laughs> now I see what Namorado is dealing with here. Let me hold them for you. But you see, this, this COVID cult, that's what they are, they're a cult. They're fixated on one thing namely coronavirus. 
but they neglect to see all the problems these lockdowns have caused. So when I'm explaining it to these Karens, part of these COVID cult, uh, I really look to uh, Friedrich Bastiat, that which is seen, that which is unseen. And I think we might have a Bastiat fan here, maybe one or two, I don't know, John, John Zekon. So Bastiat, he makes the case that you can't just look what's in front of you. So if government's building a bridge, you say, oh, look at this beautiful bridge the government built. Well, what people don't do, they don't look at what the cost was, what that was inexpensive. So maybe we didn't need a bridge. Maybe the bridge is useless. Maybe it was to nowhere. And just saying, wow, look at that beautiful bridge. You're missing out what could have been uh, used with those funds, those resources in that place. So why do I bring that up? Well, that's exactly what's going on with these lockdowns. See, people are worried about COVID and people have died from it. But they're so worried about eradicating this virus, they're destroying everything else in the process. And that's why you have to look at what is seen, what is with it. So I turn it right back on its heads. Let's see the truth about who actually wants people to die. What about the people that have died from missing medical procedures? More people will have died from missing cancer treatments due to the diverted resources than have died from COVID. Think about that for a second. The CDC estimates about 93,000 excess deaths this year that could have been prevented. These are gonna be things like cancer, cardiovascular disease, diabetes. These are caused by the cancelization of quote, non-essential care. The New York Times, which is no right-wing outlet, we all know, admitted to 1.4 million excess deaths uh, resulting from tuberculosis, half a million from HIV, and nearly 400,000 malaria cases. A UN report said that 42 to 66 million children could fall into poverty as a result of disrupted supply chains. Even the Atlantic, Again, these are not biased sources, toward our argument at least, admitted this. A, a UNICEF study projected 1.2 million children will die worldwide as a result of these lockdowns. Again, that's from disrupted supply chains, famine, uh, things like that. 130 million people are at risk of starvation worldwide. So again, who really wants people to die? But that's what happens. You take away meaning from people, what's gonna happen? Not just deaths, but uh, from starvation, but deaths of despair. And that's exactly what's going on here. You have uh, substance abuse, drugs, alcohol, suicide. CBS News has reported, again, no right-wing source, 75,000 deaths of despair and again, those are drugs, alcohol, suicide, uh, people just losing hope. I mean, you take away these things from them. In the United States, the rate of people considering suicide between the ages of 18 to 25 is generally about six to 11% on a 12 month period. So that's people seriously considering suicide about six to 11% uh, in that age range. But now the CDC finds the percentage has jumped to 
0.5%, and that's in just 30 days. But I guess those lives don't matter, right? And speaking of grandma, speaking of that grandma that we all want to kill, that's why we're out here today, dementia patients have a 53% greater increased risk of death due to these lockdowns. And the elderly that have a severe mental illness, their risk of death has increased by over 100%. And let's not forget the people our governor stuck in the nursing homes. She stuck sick people in nursing homes with the most vulnerable people there are. So where do I get this information? A lot of places, but uh, the great Tom Woods, if you check out his website, tomwoods.com, you can get a free ebook, all this information, share it with your friends. Uh, because if you're like me, and just like the ebook says, your Facebook friends sure are wrong about the lockdown. So the COVID, so the COVID call ignores all of this because what do you have to do? Trust the science. But what kind of science is it if it can't even be questioned? Sounds more like voodoo to me. But what it really is, it's a false sense of moral, superior, uh, moral superiority. Instead, millions of people have needlessly killed, been killed, have suffered, and for what? Zero evidence that these lockdowns have done anything when you compare state by state, country by country, take me up on this, and you, you'll see exactly that. Zero evidence these lockdowns have done anything. And then what about these businesses? Their whole life's work have went down the drain because what? They're forced to close their doors. And of course you have to love taxpayer dollars are going to enforce these shutdowns. That's your money at work. Government can't even deliver a package on time, but they're pretty good at going up and closing your business. And what about the infants? Newborns can't even see the expression on a parent's face, a smile of a loved one. It's very important to their development. And again, the children, which no one's talking about. You know, it used to always be about saving the kids, you know, when there's a school shooting or something, but we don't care about the kids here because it doesn't fit the narrative. Children being devoid of social activities, schools, sports, these are things that make a childhood good, that give life meaning, and it's important for children to develop these skills. They're missing out on these opportunities. And yes, the elderly we are trying to protect, here's the thing, most of them don't want us to even suffer for them. I know my grandparents, they would rather die than suffer alone in solitude and not be able to hug their grandchildren, uh, spend the holidays with their family. So if we really loved grandma, we would let her spend time with her loved ones. There's more to life than just simply being alive. I could lock myself in my room the next 50 years, but what would be the point? There's more to life than just physically existing and physically breathing. Going to church, social activities, community functions, concerts, sporting events, spending time with loved ones. These are being ripped away from us.
These are the things that give life meaning. And the saddest part is, it's all for nothing. I'm sure most of you have heard about the Great Barrington Declaration. Yes, real epidemiologists from top universities, places like Stanford, have spoken out against these draconian measures. Now conveniently, it doesn't get much play, Facebook's gotta fact check it, yada yada. But this saying goes right in line with common sense. If someone is vulnerable, of course they should social distance and wear masks. I mean, of course. But everyone has a unique risk tolerance. If all that mattered was being safe, I sure as hell wouldn't get behind the wheel of a car. But those are risks we have to take. That choice is ours. That choice is our to make, ours to make. It is so incredibly arrogant that the state thinks they know what's better for us and they can make that decision for us. We are unique individuals. We can assess our own level of risk. Yep. Thanks, Penny. So the damage, the destruction, the lives lost, the pain and suffering, the things they've taken away that make life enjoyable is seriously the biggest public health fiasco in world history. It's time we buck this creepy, narrow-minded cult that bows at the altar of science, science, or should I say pseudoscience. Um, it's time to put the rosary of Fauci away and wake up and face the facts. Every government official, every COVID Karen that has forced us into this despotic state of tyranny, the blood is on their hands. Do not let them shame you into missing the things that make your life meaningful. We cannot give in no matter how tiresome we become. I know it's exhausting. I mean, these people are relentless. But we can't give in because that's exactly what they want. I will not comply and I will stand with all of you who join in, who have the courage to stand up. They can't arrest us all. The more people that refuse to comply, the harder these draconian tyrannical measures are to enforce. Yep. It's, up, it's up to us to stand together and take back our freedom. Here's what I say to those despotic tyrants destroying our lives, our futures, for no reason at all. All of you, Governor Whitmer especially, we're not complying. You all can get bent. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, like I said in the speech, we got to stand together to oppose this tyranny. I think as of today, it's 277 days to flatten the curve. I mean, this is just ridiculous. It's not going away. And I know it's exhausting, but the more of us willing to stand and fight, uh, the harder it is going to be to keep these lockdowns, uh, keep us under this lockdown. So we got to do it. Support your local businesses. Support your friends, family. If you want any of that information I referenced, go to TomWoods.com slash covid and he's got a ton of good stuff. That's where I got pretty much all this information. 
And I've I've said this in other episodes, but check out his free ebook. Your Facebook friends are long about the lockdowns. It's about 45 pages, uh, great information there. So this is an invaluable resource if you want to have those facts at your fingertips. I'll try to get some episodes out as much as I can. Uh, I am real busy, but you can keep up with me if you're not following me on Twitter. Check that out, my Facebook page. So I'm still pretty active on social media. It's just taking the time to put these episodes together. If you go to my website, uh, baseliberty.com, you can find that as a hub, and you can find any of my links there. So that's probably the easiest way to keep up with what I'm doing. And also, in other news, a lot of you already know this, but I was elected chairman of the Hillsdale County Republican Party. And we have some really big plans for 2021. We're trying to really get more active in the community uh, because, again, freedom starts at a local level. I mean, that's the whole concept of self-government. And we're looking to really take a stand, fight for liberty, and we're going to do some cool things. We're going to have speakers down. Uh, We have Mike, Mike Detmer, the Michigan Patriot, coming down to our first meeting in January. So if you're in Hillsdale County or, you know, even if you're in, say, Hudson or Coldwater, you want to drive a half hour and and listen, we'd love to have you. Uh, you can get on that email list if you want to be involved. We're already growing the party. We have a lot of excitement. So if that's something you want to be a part of, I think uh, you'd be glad you came on out. So with that being said, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, as always, we appreciate it. We appreciate the support. And we will talk to you soon.